stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Joe Biden goes to the Middle East, leaves $100 million in the hands of Hamas, and comes back without one, without one American on board with him. Good morning, San Antonio. It's 506 Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, and the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. As always, phones are wide open. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Our air bases in Iraq have come under attack. U.S. military intercepting attack drones targeting Iraq air base where American troops are located. And the U.S. Navy is sending another warship to the eastern Mediterranean. Tensions rise in the Middle East. The USS Mount Whitney, the Navy's command control ship, left Italy to join the USS Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group in support of what's happening there. Do you think we're going to war? This is the most sophisticated command, control, communications, and intelligence ship ever commissioned. It is for our men to be on board to run a war. That's the reason this ship exists. Meanwhile, Joe Biden yesterday on the airplane coming back held a little impromptu uh, press conference, if you will, where his mask was coming loose. He got the two little things there hanging from his uh, chin. They didn't have the mask glued on uh, well enough for the heat on that airplane, and it just started to sag off his face, off his chin a little bit. But meanwhile, he says he's not suggesting that Hamas deliberately fired the rocket at the hospital. He says, it's that old thing, you know, you got to learn how to shoot straight. Our Defense Department says it's highly unlikely that it was Israelis, but if it had a different footprint and they've intercepted some, anyway, yeah. And uh, anyway. so that's why, if you notice, I didn't say it first. I, didn't, I wanted to make sure that I knew. And look. What? And I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. Yeah. It's that old thing. Got to learn how to shoot straight. You got to learn how to shoot straight. You know, if Hamas just would have shot that, if, if the terrorists just would have shot that thing straight, then it wouldn't have hit the hospital. It would have killed Jews. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, they just they, they need to learn how to shoot straight. And so Joe's going to help them learn how to shoot straight by giving them 100 million, 100 million of your tax dollars. Cut number three. Here he is announcing today, that aid. Today I'm also announcing $100 million in new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. Ladies and gentlemen. When we send money to Gaza and the West Bank, that money immediately goes to Hamas and Gaza and to Islamic Jihad in the West Bank. When are we going to stop funding terrorists? We stopped, by the way, during the Trump years. Trump cut off the money. And guess what happened? They stopped attacking Israel for the moment. They didn't, la they didn't launch these large-scale attacks on Israel. For a couple of reasons, um, the United States was extremely strong under Donald Trump. And number two, we quit sending them money. But immediately in 2021, right after he became president, 
This administration, which is Barack Hussein Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, and his administration started to send money right to the terrorists in Gaza and in the West Bank. Why? Because, you see, the terrorists are all about destroying Israel. They want to kill Jews. That's why they exist. They're raised from little bitty children to kill Jews, and that's what they're doing right now. And they're going to use the $100 million that Joe took over there in a briefcase yesterday to kill Jews. What do you think about that? You know, this all started, a little history lesson quickly, this all started back under George Bush, George W. Bush, who pressured Israel to give up land for peace. Well, they got, they gave up the land, but they didn't get peace. And what they got was Hamas getting more territory and Hamas killing more Jews. You can't you cannot negotiate with these people. They're not. It's not a negotiable deal, okay? <laughs> there's not enough money that's ever been created, and there's not enough aid that's ever been created. There's not enough anything that's ever been created on planet Earth to get these people to stop killing Jews. That's why the radical Muslims were in bed with Adolf Hitler. Okay, they joined up with Adolf Hitler. Remember those days? That's why they had the same mission. And today, Hitler's gone, or he's in South America or something, Chile, I don't know, whatever the weekly globe at the checkout stand says. But the radical Islamists are still there in the Middle East doing what? Killing Jews, the same thing Hitler did. And we motivated everybody to stop it in the 1940s. And today, well, Joe's just going to give him another $100 million. Meanwhile, we have a radical in Congress. Her name is Rashida Tlaib. And yesterday, she began an insurrection in the halls of Congress. Let's cut number two. Let's listen to the insurrection, then I'll take you back to what she said. Go right ahead, Jimmy. Those were anti-Israelis. Those were anti-Semitic, anti-Jews who said they were Jews. No, they weren't. There may have been some, you know, like Jews that were that were interspersed, like liberal Jews, not practicing Jews, interspersed in that crowd. Now that was Antifa, and that was Black Lives Matter. Do not take any. Do, don't don't listen to anybody else on that. That was Antifa and Black Lives Matter that was in that group. But anyway, they were inspired. This insurrection at the Capitol yesterday were inspired by Rashida Tlaib. Let's just go through the sound that she was standing in front of Congress with a microphone, shouting. Here's cut number one. She's ashamed of Congress. I'm going to be real with you all. My colleagues, many of them, I usually don't talk smack about them. No, I'm usually considerate because I don't like them policing me so that I don't police them. But as an American, not just as a member of the United States Congress, I am ashamed. I am ashamed that they're saying, not yet, maybe next week. Rashida, maybe, maybe in a couple of days. How many more have to die? Cut number four, sobbing about the children killed at the hospital, supposedly. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital when children... 
You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry. I'm like, let them cry. And they're shaking. And somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic. Nice act, Rashida. Nice act. Uh, listen, uh, when the Jewish children were killed two Saturdays ago, she laughed. She laughed. And she cheered the death of Jewish children two Saturdays ago. I played for you the sound that Monday of the reporter chasing her down the hallway, asking her about the death of the Jewish children, and she wouldn't say anything about it. But then she was laughing and cheering about the death of the Jewish children. Here she is, cut number five, saying she won't forget. Hold on. I know, I, hey, I want him to know, as a Palestinian American, is also somebody of Muslim faith, I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. Oh, yes, it is. They, they think we're joking. Now, that's a threat. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this just continue to happen. Listen to what she's saying. No. Listen to what she's saying. You hear, you hear what she's saying? Okay, first of all, she's not going to forget. And they think we're just going to sit back and not do anything. And that's when they left and went straight into the Capitol. How? Play, play, please tell me. Somebody from MSNBC, call my show. Somebody on the left, call my show. And you tell me how that's different than January 6th. And you tell me why she's not in jail. And you tell me why the rest of those people that were there are not in jail without any charges to sit in jail for years now and get 22-year sentences. Because she did the exact same thing they said Donald Trump did on January 6th. She inspired a riot, and they went inside the Capitol, and it was an insurrection inside of that Capitol yesterday. And Rashida Tlaib should be removed from Congress and deported from this country. She is a radical. She is one with Hamas. She is giving aid and comfort to a terrorist organization. Kevin, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I'm sorry. Let me take you off uh, speakerphone. I'm sorry. Trey, how you doing? Uh, I've been listening. I've been looking uh, about this crazy with this war with I uh, with. Israel and Hamas and so forth. That's biblical. Everything is biblical, but Jesus is coming back because what I'm saying. I, I was I was reading. I'm I'm, I'm gonna read the book of Ezekiel 38 and 39. That's gonna tell. That's that that sums it all up. Well, and Kevin, certainly these are signposts along the way. There's no doubt that in Matthew 24, Jesus said there would be wars and rumors of wars. Also, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the same thing. But let me tell you what else was, was said. Not only were there going to be wars, of rumor, wars and rumors of wars, said that Christians would also be persecuted, and that's true as well. But in both of those passages, Jesus said it, Paul reiterated it, that there would be a time of peace, that people would be saying peace and safety. And look out when people are saying that. Okay, when people start saying peace and safety, that's when you need to pay close attention. So right now, there's certainly no peace and safety and nobody's saying peace and safety right now. But uh, and when the days come that they start saying that, that's when you need to look out. But you need to live that way every day because that could be right now. Any day now, the end could come.
And we're seeing the buildup right now in the Middle East, I believe, that's going to bring that about. 210-599-5555. Jump on in here. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. You 5555. Let's talk about the House and what's happening with the speakership battle. I'm just going to boil it down for you. I know there's a lot of concern. Obviously, there should be. A lot of people, what's next? What's going to happen? What's going on? Well, we'll see uh, if at noon today there's going to be, or sometime in the middle of the day today, there's going to be a third vote. Now, yesterday, Jim Jordan lost some support and was not able to uh, obviously win the speakership. And check this out. Immediately, the sewer rats started to call for a third vote. Immediately. So that he wouldn't have a chance to talk to anybody and sway anybody to support him. (laughs) Kevin McCarthy even said yesterday, Kevin McCarthy said, I had two months in order to lobby for my job. He's had two days to lobby for his. Give him a break. But anyway, I digress. Let me just tell you what's going on here. Let me boil it down because that's why you pay me, all right, to boil this stuff down for you. Let me tell you what's going on. The sewer rats that want to continue to spend you into the Poe House. We're now at $33 trillion in debt. And there's sewer rats in both parties. Sewer rats. You know I'm not talking about Democrats necessarily, although all of them are sewer rats. There's quite a few sewer rats in the Republican Party who want to continue to spend. Jim Jordan is a fiscal hawk. He's a fiscal conservative who believes in bringing bills to the House floor and having to justify every single spending bill. They don't want to do that. They want to continue with continuing resolutions and omnibus bills where they pour it all into one thing and you have to say yes or no to the whole smittery. And so if you don't do that, if you break it out and you have to justify a research project in Alabama researching bullfrog sex at $10 million, people aren't going to vote for that. So the guy in Alabama doesn't get his $10 million. And so they don't want to break it up. The sewer rats, they just want to continue to spend and spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. And here's $100 million for you. The president's going to go on TV tonight and ask for $100 billion. And there's another $100 million for you. And there's $25 million for you over here. And there's $10 billion for you. And so on and so forth. And on down the line it goes. And that's not how Jim Jordan operates. Jim Jordan, he's a fiscal conservative who believes in bringing some fiscal sanity back to the United States Congress and making these people argue like they're supposed to over every single spending item. They don't do that now. And so the sewer rats are trying, and Tony Gonzalez is one of them, folks. If you voted for Tony Gonzalez, you voted for a sewer rat who is now voting against Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan is going to bring about fiscal sanity in the United States. The one most important thing that we need out of Congress right now is Congress must, in order for the country to survive another five years, Congress must get this spending under control. 
and they know Jim Jordan will do that. They know Jim Jordan will stop the omnibus bills. They know Jim Jordan will stop all this crazy spending without having the justification for it. They know Jim Jordan is the one who's going to get this under control, and they don't want it brought under control. And again, there's Republicans and Democrats who are fighting against him for this very reason. That's why they're trying to stop him. And they're willing to do this as long as it's necessary to destroy him. And I don't mean just have him be a congressman from Ohio again. I mean literally destroy him altogether. One of the finest people that has ever served in our Congress. That's what's happening here. Ring the bell in D.C. and tell Tony Gonzalez and the others Knock it off. 210-599-5555. How many little girls are going to be raped and sexually violated until our border is closed? A duo in San Antonio arrested for alleged sexual assault of a minor. And according to News 4, one of them is in the country illegally. More on that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. The future of stone. Seven one. Yeah. Stay like, connected. Like the big man said there, we talk about the big issues. At 210-599-5555. Congressman Tony Gonzalez's office, gonzalez.house.gov. And his phone number up there is 202-225-4511. You can also go online to his page and write a note to him and, uh, and send it right away. And let him know what you think about him being a swamp rat, sewer rat, and standing in the way of some fiscal responsibility in the House of Representatives. All right, Here locally, before I come to your phone calls, we have a, a situation where a duo, according to News 4, a duo has been arrested for alleged sexual assault of a minor discovered through Instagram investigation. She was 14, and apparently they got her, her hooked up with her on, on Instagram. Mom found some messages. Uh, she had been meeting with them, apparently, or had met them. And uh, according to the story, uh, there were sexual acts. In exchange for sexual acts, she got hundreds in cash. From these suspects, a couple of questions. Uh, one of them's 21, the other one's 19, and according to News 4, one of them's in the country illegally. So my first question is, where's a 21-year-old or 19-year-old getting hundreds to pay a 14-year-old in order to sexually violate her? And number two, <clears throat> how much longer, how many more children are going to be sexually violated in our country before Joe Biden closes the border and stops this nonsense? How much more? A text to me this morning. In fact, let me just go through the text. You sound like a kid frustrated. You're the terrorists. You're the one that should be in jail, trading your country. You don't have to say anything. You have a country just belong to the United States with the people. You are such a MAGA. The man upstairs is going to punish you like he punished you when he killed your kids. Is that that guy still? <laughs> Probably. Good morning, Trey, the non-loving USA despicable congresswoman, that's Rashida Tlaib, the Hamas terrorist supporter, who, unworthy to be mentioned, should be in prison for insurrection of the People's House. I agree. I agree. She inspired an insurrection in the House yesterday. Lock her up, baby. They did it to the Trump supporters, didn't they? Obama and Biden, here's another one, Obama and Biden have committed treason of the worst kind, 
aiding the enemy by giving them billions of dollars. You know what the penalty for treason is. Good morning, Trey. How is it that this idiot can just give $100 million to Hamas or anyone for that matter? Well, I'll explain it to you there, Steve. Who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop him? That's the point, is that nobody is stopping these people. There's nobody in Congress that's going to step up and stop them from giving the whole shebang away. Whoops, I almost said the other word. Anyway, they they can do whatever they want to, and that's exactly what he's doing. He went over there yesterday, gave $100 million in humanitarian aid to Palestine. One, one thing that we know, when humanitarian aid is given to Palestine, given to the Gaza and the West Bank, it goes immediately to the terrorists. That's who ends up with the money. <laughs> and so Joe flies over there with your cash, $100 million, and hands it right on over and says, no, if you give any of this to Hamas, knowing that that's what they do, if you give any of this to Hamas, then, you know, we're going to be really upset with you. Oh, boy. Oh, well, you know, those terrorists are scared. They really are. They got $100 million How's that for a nice reward? And what did we get back? Did we get one American hostage? Even one? Did we get a toe? Did we get a fingernail? Of a, did we get anything back? The answer to that is no. <laughs> Joe went over there to reward them with $100 million. That's why he went over there. Alexander, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Well, good morning. Exactly right along the same line. Is there any indication at all that any Republicans or any conservatives are doing anything, even lifting a finger against the people like Rashid and the administration? I don't see anything. Do you? No, not right. at all. But what can we do? You can continue to get in touch. When was the last time you contacted your congressman? About two weeks ago. All right. Do it again, Tony. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate the call when you call, Tony. Tony's always there for us. 540 now at KTSA, Texas. Police officers shot and uh, killed during a pursuit of two men along the southern border. San Benito, Texas police officer, was chasing two men, one of them in the country illegally from Mexico. Lieutenant Milton Resendez struck in the abdomen by a bullet that went through the door of his patrol car, went underneath his safety vest and killed him. Resendez was a 30-year police officer down there. 18-year-old Rogelio Martinez Jr. of Brownsville and 23-year-old Rodrigo Axel Espinosa Valdez of Mexico both face multiple charges, including capital murder. You have to execute them when they're found guilty, by the way. If, if you don't, then, you know, you're just supplying more and more of these cop killers that are down along our border. Polls show that Trump and Biden are neck and neck in the 2024 election and independent bid could change the race. 49% of registered voters said they would support Biden, 46 for Trump, 5% undecided. But those numbers shift when Kennedy got in as an independent. The polls showing that Kennedy got 16%, uh, Trump 37%, and Biden 44%. The biggest shift with Kennedy in as an independent? Independent voters showing a massive drop in support for Trump, 49 to 34 percent when Kennedy runs as an independent. Can you say, H. Ross Perot, I got my charts, got my charts over here, H. Ross Perot, I'm here to screw up the election. Disapproval rating for President Biden hits a record high of 58 percent, according to CNBC. The president received particularly low marks for his handling of the economy. 
32% approve. Who are you 32% that approve of what he's doing now? Besides this nut job that texts me in the morning. Who, who, what 32% of Americans think that we're living in a good economy right now? Come on. Uh, that, that must be the ones that are getting all the free junk. 32% of Americans get free junk, I guess. And 31% approve of his foreign policy. Those must be the others that support Hamas, because that's what he did yesterday by giving them $100 million. Um, let's see here. Pollster Micah Roberts telling CNBC, you don't get sub-40 approval ratings without losing large chunks of your base, and that's what's happening here. He's losing large chunks of his base, says the pollsters. Well, yeah, he lost large chunks of everybody a long time ago. And that's why the Democrats are working so hard to silence Donald Trump and remove him from the political scene. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to take more of your calls at 210-599-5555. Rashida Tlaib, she needs to be removed from Congress for supporting the enemy. And, by the way, for, for helping, along with the American media, to start all these violent protests that we see around the globe right now with fires being started, the attacks on embassies, and so on, because she says Hamas did not fire that rocket. Joe Biden even says Hamas fired that rocket. But what he said yesterday was they need to learn how to shoot straight. Boy, man, if they just if they could just shoot them rockets straight, they'd hit Tel Aviv and they wouldn't be hitting hospitals. So you'll hear that coming up. But uh, the media continued yesterday to say, no, 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 what you're hearing about the rocket being fired by Hamas is not true. But the Israelis are lying about that. Joe Biden's lying about that. It was definitely an Israeli rocket. No, it was not an Israeli rocket. But the truth doesn't matter to the American media. It doesn't matter to Rashida Tlaib. She inspired an insurrection yesterday at Congress and an insurrection happened at Congress, and I wonder if any of those people are going to be locked up for 22 years. You know they won't be. You see, if you support leftist causes, you can insurrect away. But if you support Donald Trump, you better sit down and shut your mouth or you'll go to jail for 23 years. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Sean. This summer was unbelievable. And it's 5.50 now at KTSA, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let me uh, go to the phones real quick here and uh, and take some of your calls. And I got uh, some news, some more news out of Israel to share with you. Andy, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Uh, I'm going to make my comments and then hang up. Um, I just, um, not, I don't have any proof, but uh, this is just crazy what's going on. I've, I'm thinking about how uh, you mentioned the, uh, the emergency alert system that came out right before this, and then the problems with Congress uh, when they didn't have a speaker, and then uh, the horrible poll, polls that, about uh, Biden. His poll rating was so horrible. Uh, the border was in the news. They were doing the impeachment in, uh, inquiry for him, and then his son. All these things that happened right before that, like I said, I don't have any proof. It's just Irony, I don't know what it is, the people who are calling the shots and behind the scenes, the, the, the people who, are, who started this, and I, I agree with the other caller, too, that we need Jesus now more than ever. It's just, it's just, it's just it's unbelievable. Thank you, Trey. That's a good word for it, Andy, and thank you very much for the call. That's a good word for it. It's unbelievable. Uh, Elaine looked at me earlier, and she said, this world is falling apart, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, uh, it, it is right in front of your eyes. And, uh, yes, there's a lot going on concerning U.S. politics right now. 
and no, I don't believe that that um, that uh, what, that emergency alert deal they did on Wednesday before the attack was just a coincidence. <laughs> no, it's what, no, 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 no. Come on now. If you're going to believe that, I got some oceanfront property right over here on 1604 at Stone Oak I want to sell you. That's a really big oceanfront. You'll, you'll, be see, you're going to have a beautiful view of the Pacific at 1604 in Stone Oak if you buy this property from me. Israeli boy 13, burying his entire family. Hamas killed every one of them. The funeral was yesterday. He went out for a jog by himself on that Saturday morning from the kibbush. And the murderers, supported by Rashida Tlaib, came in. And the murderers killed every single family member. When he came back from his jog, he found their dead bodies. And they were buried yesterday. The bodies of an Israeli dad and his wheelchair-bound 16-year-old daughter found yesterday, 12 days after the music fest. Eric Peretz and his daughter Ruth, she was in a wheelchair bound with cerebral palsy and muscular dystrophy. They located uh, the bodies yesterday, the site of that gathering uh, for the music concert. His daughter, his other daughter, sang for years Dad would go to these parties and take Ruth because it made her feel really good and she loved it. There were times when he would take her and she didn't want to come back. She had so much fun at these things. Ruth needed to be fed through her stomach and she needed other medical care because of her cerebral palsy and her muscular dystrophy. And as I said, she was wheelchair bound, couldn't get out of the wheelchair. So she was also nonverbal. She could only say a few words according to her sister. For days, the Peretz family uh, helplessly wondered whether or not the pair were alive or if they were some of the hostages that were taken. They heard that the last that they saw Dad and the wheelchair-bound Ruth, he was running with her in his arms. And apparently, he was mowed down. And so was Ruth by Hamas. And Rashida Tlaib and others support what happened. They support what is going on. They support how this happened. And when you hear stories like a 13-year-old boy who just buried his entire family and a man running with his daughter in his arms because she couldn't walk because she had cerebral palsy and muscular dystrophy, And then you see these gatherings of people in our own country, like at Harvard University, supporting the Hamas murderers. When you hear somebody like Rashida Tlaib and the sound I played for you earlier this hour and her support of Hamas and the killers, how do you reconcile that in your own mind for those of you who support what's going on with Palestine? And how does a president... Get on Air Force One at our expense, fly himself over there, and say he's giving humanitarian aid of $100 million when he knows that every time, quote, humanitarian aid 
end quote, is given to the people in Gaza and the West Bank, it immediately goes to the terrorists. We don't have to guess at that. We don't have to argue about that. That's a simple fact. You know, I told you when Israel went in and they put in infrastructure in the West Bank so that the Palestinian people would have flowing water and sewers and that they would have a drainage system. Hamas, supported by the Palestinians, who voted to put Hamas in power, by the way, when they put those pipes in the ground and turned the water on, and Israel did that without charging the Palestinians, without charging the West Bank, without charging any of them a dime, Israel just did it to help out, quote, humanitarian aid. Do you know what Hamas did? But if you've been listening to me, you know. They dug those pipes up, and they made rocket tubes out of those pipes. And then they took those rocket tubes made from Israeli pipes that Israel paid for and installed in the West Bank and put them in schools and hospitals and homes to launch rockets at Israel. This is Hamas. They are brutal murderers. And we see support for them from Rashida Tlaib and the others here in the United States who are backing them. And, yes, I've heard from some of you, like the texter this morning, that says we are the terrorists and people like him are glad that a 13-year-old had just had to bury his family. And a man had to bury, or a man carrying his cerebral palsy muscular dystrophy daughter uh, gets mowed down with his daughter. And they're okay with that. You're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own set of facts. You can have an opinion if you want. But your money was taken over there yesterday on Air Force One and given to them with a warning, of course. Hey, if you give this to Hamas, I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be really mad. 605, we'll talk more about that. And as long as you're putting up memes about Donald Trump... You're okay. If you put one up about Hillary Clinton, you go to jail. A Trump supporter has been uh, sentenced to federal prison for supporting Trump. Tell you more about that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here for Texas Rhino Now on FM 1071. The U.S. Navy has just sent another warship to the eastern Mediterranean as we continue our military buildup in the Middle East. Does it sound to you like we're going to war? We have two, two, count them, two carrier strike groups there. The Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower. And now the USS Mount Whitney has gone over there. The Mount Whitney is the most sophisticated command, control, communications, and intelligence ship ever commissioned. What it is there for, it's the afloat communications capability for our commander to be there, to be able to float in the water, and command the war. Joe Biden said yesterday on the airplane on the ride back that, you know, what happened with that hospital was the Palestinians, actually, Hamas just can't shoot straight. Here he is talking about that. Our Defense Department says it's highly unlikely that it was Israelis, but if it had a different footprint and they've intercepted some, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, so that's why, if you notice, I didn't say it first. I, didn't, I wanted to make sure that I knew. And look, 
I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. Uh-huh. It's that old thing. Got to learn how to shoot straight. You got to learn how to shoot straight. If they just would have shot straight, they wouldn't have hit the hospital. You know, they would have hit Tel Aviv. Meanwhile, Joe Biden announced a fresh $100 million humanitarian aid in Gaza. Now, we know that humanitarian aid never makes it to humanitarian aid purposes. Humanitarian aid, when it's sent to Gaza, when it's sent to the West Bank, humanitarian aid, and that's in air quotes, goes to the terrorists so they can strike Israel and kill Jews. In fact, Dateline Jerusalem, there are growing fears among Israelis that according to a controversial law aimed at rewarding Palestinians who murder Israelis in nationalistic attacks, the Palestinian Authority is compelled to shell out $3 million a month in compensation to the families of hundreds of Hamas terrorists who carried out the deadly massacre. You see, when we give them $100 million, as Joe Biden did yesterday, here's $100 million. it's humanitarian aid, wink, wink, nod, nod, don't you dare give it to the terrorists, okay? Because I'm going to be really upset if you do. Here it is. They give them $3 million a month, and they needed money to do that, so Joe gave them $100 million. $100 million. According to Israeli military estimates, 3,000 Hamas terrorists infiltrated into Israeli territory, and it's $3 million a month for doing that. So now you know why they got $100 million of your money yesterday. Now you know. It's a scam. 210-599-5555. John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Thank you again for what you do. We need the information real bad right now. Um, I've adopted... Um, the 12th flying wing as, and uh, I'm supporting them with prayer and uh, comments on the phone but I encourage everybody to adopt one of our local military units my father taught weather at Randolph so that's why I'm supporting the 12th flying wing but we need to support our military thank you very much for doing that John we absolutely do need to support our military no doubt about that so let's take it back here to local politics, or at least national politics here in the U.S., okay? You remember when Donald Trump came down the escalator, and in 2016 he ran against Hillary Clinton? And do you remember what happened subsequent to him beating Hillary Clinton? That the Democrats with Hillary Clinton, they all launched the Russian collusion story, which was a total hoax, and they put it up on their social media, like on Facebook, they'd put twi- to, uh, the memes up about Trump and the P dossier, and him in a hotel in Moscow with a bunch of hookers and the golden showers, and all that kind of, remember all that was going on? And they, in the Democrats, were all tweeting that kind of stuff, and they were all talking about it on Democrat media, and they were putting it all out there. Remember? Did any of them go to jail I'm just curious. Did any of them go? No. No, they didn't, did they? No, uh, because they're Democrats and their target was Donald Trump. But if you're a Republican and your target was Hillary Clinton, you go to jail, federal pen, like Douglas McKay is. He's a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn online. He was convicted for tweets, these memes he was putting out in 2016, which told Hillary supporters to vote by text. Avoid the lines, vote by text. Well, guess what? Federal Judge Ann Donnelly said that right there is election interference. So she locked him away in prison. He was sentenced yesterday. 
for an attempt to stop people from voting for Hillary by putting out this meme, by tweeting a meme or retweeting a meme. And she said, that's an assault on democracy. He said, I was just, you know what, posting. I was posting satire. Hey, you can vote for Hillary on on your phone. Just text this number. And for that, for retweeting a meme that said you can text your vote in, the man is going to federal prison. You had 51, 51 intelligence officers who knew the laptop from hell, Hunter's laptop, was real, yet they signed off on a letter to give Joe Biden something to use in a debate against Donald Trump saying that it was Russian interference, right? And we know that it wasn't, that it was true, and everything that's been in that laptop that's been exposed has been found out to be absolutely true. Not one of those 51 intelligence officers, including Leon Panetta or John Brennan or James Clapper, are any of them that signed that letter. Not one of them have gone to federal prison for putting out election interference documents, did they? No. And they won't. You see, you only go to federal prison if you're supporting Donald Trump. See, there's election interference that's going on right now at the highest levels of the court system over in Washington, D.C., with the Obama-appointed judge over there, Judge Chutkin, who is putting in this gag order against Donald Trump. Donald Trump can't talk about that case. You know who can? The Democrats. The Democrats can run ads saying that Donald Trump is indicted, Donald Trump caused January 6th, Donald Trump is this, that, and the other, Donald Trump is a horrible human being. What can Donald Trump say in response? Not a thing, or he'll be held in contempt of court and they'll lock him up. That's election interference. That's real election interference. Putting out a meme that says, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod, go vote by text, that's not election interference. But you see, they consider it to be election interference because that guy's a Trump supporter. And that's what we're facing in our country today. Now, how far and how wide does the corruption go in our in our various agencies? And how far and how wide does it go in support of Hamas and what they're doing in the world right now? We're finding out about a DHS officer, Department of Homeland Security officer. Nejwi Ali is her name. Nejwi Ali has been suspended after it was revealed that she was a spokesperson for the terror group PLO. She posted, blank Israel, we are ready for your downfall after what happened last weekend. And she praised Hamas for the killing of Jews. She works at the Department of Homeland Security helping illegal aliens get into the U.S. Daily Wire reached out to her to ask her. They called her to ask her about this and about her history. She said, it's none of your blanking business, and she hung up on them. So my question is, how deep and how far and how wide have we been infiltrated by people like her? I'm talking about in the highest levels of our government, including the Department of Homeland Security, who has been overseeing the importation of terrorists, criminals, and others into the United States. Just how badly have we been infiltrated? How many of these people like her are working in our agencies of government 
against the United States. Because clearly, to me, that's exactly what she was doing. How do you get a spokesperson for the PLO, a terrorist organization, branded by our government as a terrorist organization, how do you get a spokesperson for them into the Department of Homeland Security to get them a job making sure that illegal aliens came into the country. Well, the same way you get a congressperson named Rashida Tlaib, who is in our Congress now, cut number four, sobbing for the children at the hospital. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital where children... You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry and they're shaking and somebody you know this they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic and do they can cry I can cry we all can cry if we're not crying something is wrong all right so she was crying for the children that supposedly allegedly were killed in the hospital by Hamas a couple of days ago but you see she's continuing the lie that Israelis killed those people in that hospital. Remember, two weeks ago, when Israelis, Jews, <coughs> excuse me, were attacked. ATSA.com. All right, so let's talk for just a second here about Bidenomics. And by the way, the phones are open at 210-599-5555. 30-year fixed-rate mortgage soared 20 basis points yesterday. It is the highest that it has been in 23 years. Thank you, Joe Biden. Appreciate you, Brandon, for what you're doing. 8% for a 30-year fixed mortgage. First time it's been that high in 23 years. And, of course, as you can expect, mortgage applications are plummeting. People are struggling to put food on the table, to put shoes on a baby's feet, living paycheck to paycheck, so they can't afford these new mortgage rates. So now mortgage applications are falling like never before with a 30-year fixed rate for mortgages soaring 20 basis points, 8%, first time in 23 years. Not a good time to try to be selling a house. People are working real hard trying to buy milk and eggs and make sure the kids have clothes so they can go to school. More people than ever are living paycheck to paycheck now, just trying to put together a couple of bucks so they can buy food. More people than ever are now realizing that we are we have too much month at the end of the paycheck, and they're out of money. Much less even think about the dream of buying a house, of moving up. Maybe they considered, you know, this good time. I'd like to buy a home. I'd like to be able to move into something different. But with these mortgage rates going as high as they are because of Joe Bidenomics, because of what he has done to the American economy, because of the amount of money that he and, yes, the other swamp rats, including Republicans, have spent, this is the situation that we're in right now. If you've been trying to sell your home, you haven't been able to sell it, it's Joe's fault period, full stop, because of what they have been doing with the economy in our country. And that's why the sewer rats are fighting so hard to make sure that Jim Jordan does not become the Speaker of the House. 
Here's why. Jim Jordan is a fiscal conservative. He's a budget cutter. Jim Jordan believes in this. He believes in the principle of budgeting. Just like what you have to do when you sit down at what politicians call the kitchen table, right? Congress is supposed to do that too. And constitutionally, Congress is supposed to come up with what they want to spend money on and then go to the floor and argue for it. And then make sure it passes bit by bit and piece by piece and item by item. But you see, they don't do that anymore because they know that most of the stuff they spend money on, and I'm, I'm including Republicans in this, most of the stuff they spend money on, you would lose your mind if you knew about it. You would go crazy, especially since you're having a hard time. Many of us are having a hard time just paying our own bills. If we knew what Congress was spending money on, we would go crazy, and they know it in, in D.C. So what they do is, instead of presenting a budget, they wait until the, the, the government is about to close, hair on fire, you're not going to get your Social Security payment, and troops in the Middle East are not going to get paid, and all that kind of crapola. And then they pass what's called an omnibus bill. And an omnibus bill has everything inside of it hidden away. And you don't break it out bit by bit and piece by piece and item by item. It's all included under one bill. And they vote yes or no. And that's it. They don't say yes to this and no to that. Yes to this, no to that. None of that, yes, I want more of this. They don't do that. They go, it's all together, boom, and here it is, and we're voting for that. And the swamp creatures all do it. All the swamp rats do it. And I call them sewer rats, actually, because that's what they are. It's a sewer. Jim Jordan is not that way. Jim Jordan believes an honest ballot or, or bit by bit, piece by piece, budgeting, looking at it, presenting it on the floor of the Congress and arguing for and against it, and then either including it in the budget or tossing it out. And that's why the sewer rats, including Tony Gonzalez, by the way, if you're in this area, are fighting against Jim Jordan. Because they don't want a return to fiscal responsibility in Washington, D.C. And let me put it this way. They don't want a return to accountability. They don't want to be held accountable for all this crap that they spend money on, your money on. They don't want you knowing what's in the omnibus bill. They don't want to break it out and have to fight for what they want to spend money on. And Jim Jordan does. He believes in that. So the sewer rats from both parties are fighting against Jim Jordan becoming the Speaker of the House. That's what this fight is about. That's the bottom line to this. Tony Gonzalez's number in D.C. is 202-225-4511, in case you want to give him a little ringer-dinger. 202-225-4511. But that's what this is about. Jim Jordan wants to return fiscal sanity to our government. We're $33 trillion in debt. And I just told you what the mortgage rates are. We pay interest on the federal debt, too, guys. It won't be too long where all of our money will be going to the interest on the debt, none of it touching the principal. All of our money, all of our money will have to go to pay that interest if we do not get this spending under control. And the sewer rats don't want to control the spending. They love it too much. It's a great drug for them. It's like Hunter on crack.
We'll talk about Rhino Shield, a Texas Rhino Shield, how beautiful it is on your home, and it's guaranteed for 25 years and a non-prorated transferable warranty to look beautiful, not to fade and not to crack and not to peel from your home. Rhino Shield is always going to be there to look beautiful on your home. You see, it's eight times thicker than paint. It's a ceramic coating that they apply to your home, and they put it on anything. And it comes in any color that you can imagine. And I mean, they can put it on brick or stucco or hardy board or aluminum or vinyl or whatever you have on the outside of your home. They can put that Rhino Shield on there. And it looks so good, man. It improves the, the, the curb appeal and the value of your property. And, of course, the livability, too, because it adds insulation factor because it's eight times thicker than paint. So it, it protects your home far better from UV rays and from the sun that beats down on it than anything else that I can imagine that you could put on your home. And right now, if you mention Trey Ware, they're going to take $500 off your Rhino Shield application. Check it out on their website today. That's TexasRhinoShield.com. It's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. You met Ten minutes later, it's 6.38 now at KTSA, sitting here thinking about the parents and the students of that school bus crash from Southwest Independent School District yesterday. Thoughts and prayers for them. Six of them have been uh, hospitalized. Uh, 210-599-5555. You want to talk about Hamas, Rashida Tlaib? You want to talk about the uh, outbreak of violence against America being pushed by American media and by Rashida Tlaib and the others who support the killing of innocents with Hamas? Do you want to talk about that? Uh, do you want to talk about Jim Jordan and the speaker uh, and what's happening there and how the, the sewer rats are trying to keep him from becoming speaker of the House because he would return some fiscal sanity back to the U.S. Congress? Do you want to talk about that? Or do you want to talk about the attacks on Jews in America, a man slugging a woman in the face on the New York City subway and telling her, hey, I did it because you're Jewish? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Good morning, Mark. Yeah, Trey. Thanks a lot for calling out, Mister Tony Gonzalez, who has become. Uh, I, I guess what I've seen from this vote, he is not a fiscal mega conservative. He's a he's a uh, he's an imposter in that seat. And I really thank you for calling him out. And I just got a message from Mister Gonzalez and all these other Republicans. Us physically, us fiscal conservative MAGA Republicans, which I think there's about 75 million of us, uh, maybe I don't know how many million in Texas, but we will remember when it comes to time at the ballot box of who is who supports fiscal conservatism and who doesn't. Because I think you got it exactly right. I, I think that this vote on the speaker, I've been trying to figure it out, but that's really what it's separating. There's basically about from what Jordan is getting, there's about 200 fiscal conservative Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives at this point. And the other 20 are not. That's right. That's right, Mark. Thank you very much for your call and for your support. That's exactly right. This is about restoring fiscal sanity to the U.S. budget, which Jim Jordan wants to do. The other sewer rats don't want that to happen. More rockets being fired into Israel right now, being fired into Tel Aviv. Hamas is attacking from the north. How much longer are you willing to put up with this? And secondly, are you proud of your president, you Democrat nutjobs, he took $100 million of your taxpayer dollars over the yesterday and gave it to the terrorists. Let's go to Mike. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, hey, Robert, I go to a lot of different states, Trey, 
And a lot of people might be wondering, you know, especially down here in Texas, they saying, how, why, why would somebody in Michigan or why would somebody in Minnesota vote for uh, Tlaib and Omar? Well, a lot of those people need to take a trip up to Michigan yes, and take a trip up to Minnesota. That's right. There's a place called Dearborn, Michigan, yeah. that is a highly Muslim uh, population. There is a place, Minneapolis, Minnesota, has a lot of uh, Muslims and uh, Palestine sympathizers. And that those, that is the reason why those two losers are sitting in Congress right now. People are saying, who the hell voted for them? Well, like I said before, you need to take a little trip up to Minnesota and take a trip up to Michigan, and you might be surprised what you see. And like I said before, Tlaib, he needs to be uh, escorted out of the Congress building and placed in handcuffs and put in jail where he belongs. But like you said, uh, trying to get a, a riot started yesterday, because you could bet your last dollar, Trey, you and I both know it. If a Republican did the same thing she did, he would be in jail right now. And I thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Mike. We don't have to guess on that because they did it on the January 6th, men. They're, they're in jail for 22 and 25 years. And some of them weren't even in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. One of them is in jail for 22 years. None of those in the insurrection at the Capitol yesterday would go to jail. And you're exactly right. We have been importing radicals who are anti-Americans who now have the right to vote in this country and they're electing the Ilhan Omars and the Rashida Tlaibs and the others across this country. And guess what? We're doing it again in Houston with Colony Ridge. Colony Ridge in Houston is meant to flip Texas and turn Texas blue. That's why it exists. That's why they're importing those folks there. Rudy, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, a Czechoslovakian company last year bought a company called uh, Fauci... Uh, Fiocchi uh, ammunition in uh, in in uh, Italy, uh, and most recently they purchased nearly all civilian ammunition manufacturing companies in the United States. Wonderful, and that's going under the radar. So we're talking about our Second Amendment. If they can't control our Second Amendment by controlling the guns, they're controlling the ammunition. Sure. They just sold us out to a foreign company. Sure. Well, that's exactly why uh, Joe Biden was on hot mic, or really he was standing in front of a bunch of people this week and screaming, who needs 100 rounds in a chamber? And I'm trying to figure out how do you get 100 rounds in a chamber anyway. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Jaime, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. I, I, good morning. I think I got the perfect talk show. I think from the 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock hour, I think you should have Mike as your co-host. He can still work as a trucker, be your field co-host. He goes through it because he sees everything going on. I love when he comes on because I mean, he has a lot of good points. But wouldn't that work out? I mean, he's out working the field, and he can be your outside guy. Well, what we can do, we, we used to do that with Elizabeth Ruiz here. We used to go straight from the street with Elizabeth Ruiz and 55 Live. And we could do that with Mike. We can go straight from the street with Mike and his truck. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Jaime. Daniel, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's a good morning or not, but he started at $100 million. How much more is going in? Well, uh, there's no telling, man. There, there is no telling. Uh, but we do know, because he announced it yesterday, here he is in cut number three talking about $100 million going in. Today I'm also announcing... $100 million of new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. He's funding terrorists with that money, folks. That money does not go to humanitarian assistance. And you know that, and I know that, and he knows that. He just gave $100 million U.S. taxpayer dollars 
to Hamas, to Islamic Jihad, and I just read to you their law over there, which says they have to pay Hamas families $3 million a month. That's where they're getting the money from you. Albert, you're on KTSA with Traeger right ahead. Yes. Why don't you talk about the six-year-old in Chicago that got stabbed 20 times? I did. The day it no, happened. No, no, no. You know, yeah, what's, yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. That, what's wrong with that picture? Oh, That's oh. not funny, man. Hey, That's Albert. Not funny. It's not funny. That's hey. not funny, dude. Hey, Albert. Quit screaming. You don't have to scream. That's, I, but that's not funny. You think everything's funny? I didn't. I didn't say it was funny, Albert. A six-year-old kid gets killed. I talked about it, Albert. I already talked about that. In America. That. In America. But this in America. Okay, Albert. Are you all right? No, no, no. You're the one need to adjust your medication, not me. <laughs> okay, Albert. You have yourself a good day. I appreciate your telephone call. All right, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Lifestyles Unlimited. If you want to get on a track to financial independence and creating a financial legacy that you can leave behind for your children, I want you to find out more about Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Financial Freedom freedomlivestream.com that's where you go and when you do that mention where w-a-r-e is your promo code because you're going to get incredible savings on the membership to lifestyles unlimited i talk about david fisher a lot because he's the guy who does all that training over there right and he's on and he taught me a lot just by sitting in front of my computer screen and watching him and learn how to invest in real estate how to identify properties that work for me how to fund those properties, right? How to find the money and fund those properties, how to fix them up, and then how to sell those properties for a profit so then you can go on and buy some new properties and more properties and more properties. Whatever your goal might be, you might want to retire in a couple of years. You might want to just continue doing what you're doing and supplement your income and, and build for your retirement. Whatever it is, whatever you're thinking about doing, your friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com are going to show you how. Just log on today. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Get ready to soar with Southwest Airlines' new non-roofing newsmaker hotline. All right, I want to go back to your calls at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Hey, Jimmy, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. I want to ask that jackass Albert, where is his outcry? Every freaking weekend when the blacks on blacks are killing each other in Chicago, he is a chump and he needs to go listen to his, uh, his own radio station or something else, but don't come back on here and trying to correct, uh, uh, logic. Good God. <laughs> well, first of all, the black-on-black -black crime in Chicago doesn't matter, Jimmy, you see, because that's not oh, something we're supposed to talk about. We're not to expose that. Or how about this one? How about this from News 4 this morning? Duo arrested for alleged assault, uh, sexual assault of a minor discovered through Instagram investigation. And t come to find out, these are two guys, one of them 21, the other 19, who were allegedly assaulting this 14-year-old girl in San Antonio and one of them in the country illegally, according to News 4. How come Alberto or any of the others don't want to talk about that? Because their presidente has opened up the border and allowed criminals like this to come across the border. Or the criminal that shot and killed a 30-year veteran police officer in San Benito yesterday. Chances are 
that 30-year veteran police officer in San Benito would be alive today if the border was closed. A little 14-year-old girl in San Antonio would not have been sexually assaulted. An 11-year-old girl in Houston would not have been sexually assaulted and killed. Two, two young women in Nashville would still be alive today if the border was closed. But you see, they don't want to talk about that. That's not interesting, you see, because Joe opened the border, so it's okay if Joe opened the border and is allowing criminals and terrorists. And ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing in the Middle East right now is coming here. Don't let John Courage take your gun away. Don't let him have have your gun stolen. He's incentivizing people to steal your gun. John Courage, a San Antonio city councilman, is using HEB gift cards to incentivize people to steal your gun to turn it in in November. Do not allow that to happen. Do not allow that to happen. Protect your gun. Because when the terrorists come for you, you want to be protected. You want to be able to protect your child. They are incentivizing John Courage, District 9 City Councilman, encouraging people to steal guns and bring them to him. Paul, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Okay. Um, maybe Abbott could uh, take a, uh, a line uh, from uh, what uh, Sarah, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders yeah, has that's done. Right. That's John, right. That's uh, right. You probably covered this early. Yeah. Uh, she's kicking out uh, the CCP, uh, the yeah. Chinese communists, uh, from owning land in her state. That's she's right. Kicking them out of the state. I think she's given them too much time, two years. I think it should be like uh, 90 days, yeah. but that, that's me. Ninety uh, days. Give him fifteen minutes. Get the hell out of my state. And and he ought, and and Abbott ought to do that over there with Colony Ridge over by Houston. Get the hell out of my state. You're not doing that here. Exactly You're not going to establish a foothold here. Number one to turn Texas blue, but number number two, as the sheriff over there says, to launch terrorist attacks. You're not going to do that in my state. You're done. We're shutting it down. Get the hell out of here. That's what that's what he should do. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate your call very much. Pete, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Pete. You know, I was going to talk about Hamas, but what I've been hearing about San Antonio and Bear County, yeah. I'm glad I live across the creek over here in, in uh, Kendall County now. I'm glad I'm across the creek over here, you know, Recibolo. When I have to go to San Antonio to work and I cross the balconies or the Cibolo Creek, I'm like, oh, God, here we go again, you know. I'm just glad I'm on this side, not that side anymore. Well, Pete, I appreciate your call. As always, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So Rashida Tlaib is pushing this whole thing about going out and attacking what, you know, she's encouraging it with her words. She encouraged an insurrection in Congress yesterday. Did she get arrested? Is she going to be charged by Jack Smith in Washington, D.C. for inciting an insurrection like Donald Trump is? Is she going to have her rights taken away, her free speech rights, like Donald Trump is having his free speech rights taken away? Of course not. Why? Because she plays on their team. And if you play on their team, you get a free pass. You don't have to worry about a thing. But if you're a conservative, if you're Donald Trump, if you support MAGA, guess what? The FBI is investigating you. They're going to harass you. They're going to knock on your door. Hey, can we just talk with you a few minutes? We noticed that you're wearing a red cap. 
All of this stuff that we've been talking about is coming to a head right now. Why? Because we're headed into an election season. And for those of you who voted for Joe Biden, how could you? How could you support this administration? Because remember, this is Barack Obama. This is classic Obama. What you're seeing right now in the Middle East is classic Obama. How could you support and vote for an administration that gets on Air Force One, you paid for the fuel and the people and all that stuff to fly it over there, millions and millions and millions of dollars, goes over there in a campaign stump in the Middle East yesterday and hands them $100 million. And then, of course, he's going to come on your television tonight at 7 o'clock and he's going to say, I need $100 million for Israel and Ukraine. He is now going to tie any aid you want to give to Israel, the only democracy in that part of the world. And as Israel goes, so goes the United States. Trust me on this one. If they fall, so do we. And he's going to say to you tonight, if you want money for Israel, you got to give me money for Ukraine. The biggest money laundering operation on planet Earth right now is the war in Ukraine. They have yet to justify it. They have yet to explain it. They have yet to tell us when it's going to be over, what the markers are. They have yet to give us an accounting of the money or the weaponry. For all we know, the weapons that we have been pouring into Ukraine just might be used by Hezbollah, just might be used by Hamas to defeat Israel. We know that the weapons that Joe left in Afghanistan are, and yet he's going to come on your television tonight and tell you, if you want money for Israel, well, you know what? It's tied now to Ukraine. Everything is about Ukraine. If you don't give me the money for Ukraine, then you can't have the money for Israel. That'll be at 7 o'clock tonight. Super excited to hear from this guy who just went over there yesterday and gave $100 million to the terrorists. Oh, no, he's saying it's humanitarian aid, and if they give it to Hamas, if they give it to Islamic Jihad, boy, I'm really going to be mad. I'll tell you that much. I'll be really upset if they do. And that's it. $100 million as a reward. Did he even get one hostage for that? One? For $100 million? Nope. But that money will end up in the hands of Hamas, and they will make more rockets, and they'll kill more Jews. Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA. Martin Bobble with Window World. There has never been.